Welcome to the Real Life Group's Leadership Podcast, a conversation about creating small groups where people grow in spiritual maturity in relationship. We're focused on you, the small group leader, giving tips and tools to help you lead effectively. Well, welcome to today's episode. I'm your host, Chris Short, and today I'm sitting with Heather Dalton, uh, one of our women's leaders yeah. at the Post Falls campus, right. and Evan Meske, uh, a men's pastor and group's pastor at our Post Falls campus. And today's topic, super excited about this, is asking great questions. So I have to ask you guys a question. Actually, it's really important to know, too, for the context of this podcast, that um, for our listeners, both of these amazing people help lead and shape our small group questions for our Post Falls campus for the sermon notes that come out each week. They're kind of like question ninjas. So I'm sure they're going to have some That's of that right. going on today. Is that accurate? Good Super so accurate. Perfect. Yes. <laughs> so uh, tell us, why do you love questions? We'll start with you, Evan. Well, Chris, why don't you tell me, why do you love questions? Okay. Um, I didn't know Excellent. this was about me, but <laughs> let me ask Heather. Heather, why do you love questions? Well, let me answer that question with this question. <laughs> Which is what? Okay. I thought I was running We're the show here. You. So uh, apparently I'm the guest and they're the host, so I'm not sure what to do. Uh, forget that. Let's just start with the episode. Let's jump in if we're good. That. So New Testament, Jesus yeah. is recorded as asking over 300 questions, and I'm pretty sure he already knew most all the answers, but... I think the goal of asking questions isn't to get the answer right or to get the answer wrong. Mm -hmm. The goal is to get people to think and to process through some important information because that allows the Holy Spirit an opportunity to start working. And when people process out loud, they're either forming or reinforcing or challenging their own belief systems. Super good. So just in starting this whole conversation, you're saying that our first metric and model of where we're going with why we do small group questions is that we see that modeled from Jesus. So as we look at what does a small group look like, um, how do we do that in our church, how do we actually lead that out, we go back to the perfect model, which is Jesus with his disciples, that he led that way. Um, Heather, would you agree with that? For sure. Um, I think it's a really important uh, just aspect of our life groups is that we are able, I know for me, um, Half the time, I don't even realize what I'm either thinking or believing about a certain situation or, you know, about God's word until I actually say it out loud. So it's kind of that out loud processing. But I think that's honestly more impactful to be able to say something out loud and have it circle back into your own ears. It's like that self-discovery. Because I don't know about you, but like I can have people like talk at me all day long. It's really easy to just like block it out. But when I'm able to like process through things and say things out loud and that's just the beauty of questions is it really just draws that out of people. And then, um, you know, also it just builds that bridge of like relating to each other. Cause half the time what somebody else is sharing, it like spurs something on in me or somebody else. And it just builds that community. So it's been super impactful. Super good. So what you're saying is that really we're doing something that's countercultural in a lot of ways. Like I think so. in a lot of ways we, we see a, a generation that wants to just go sit down, listen, it's one-way communication a lot of times. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to pop on YouTube. I'm just going to get the information. Mm-hmm. But we're trying to model and do something that is different and yeah. was modeled from the beginning different, that Jesus did it this way. He actually allowed people to say things to, um, you know, actually hear what they were thinking in a lot of ways, like you're talking about. So, Evan, how does this tie in with just the purpose of discipleship within a small group? 
Right. We're a discipleship focused church. And one of the foundational things about discipleship is to Hmm. meet someone where they're at and to on purpose help them grow spiritually. And the only way to meet them where they're at is to know where they're at. And the only way to know where they're at is to get them to tell us. Super Hmm. good. I love that. So let me ask you guys this. So you guys both help with creating and forming questions mm-hmm. for our, um, you know, our sermon, the follow-up uh, from our sermon for our small groups. And so um, you guys spend a lot of time thinking about that, and you guys both are really good at that. Why wouldn't a small group leader simply just follow that outline? Why wouldn't they just go, well, here's the questions. We're going to, you know, this is like our curriculum. Let's work through these questions one after right. another. Heather, what are your thoughts on that? Well, you certainly can. Um, Evan and I spend a lot of time each week going through that, and we have a multitude of groups in mind trying to think, you know, how would these questions hit, you know, many different groups. But then also my husband and I also lead a group. And so even though I've already sat down and written out all these questions, which is unique to my situation, then me and my husband take that and sit down and think about our group specifically and what's going to hit them right. And, you know, that's what we're trusting our leaders to do is that they know their people. And so it's between them and the Holy Spirit to lead their group where, um, where God's leading them you know, ultimately in the end. And so half the time, my husband will use the questions that we come up with. Sometimes we'll pick and choose, or sometimes we'll reward them just to fit our group specifically. And sometimes he'll throw them out altogether, which is great. So the, so the questions are in some ways kind of a roadmap of like, Hey, we think this is, this is the way the conversation is going to go. But I love what you said. The Holy Spirit is guiding it real time in the room, mm-hmm. and you can't predict that, right? Nope, never. <laughs> Keeps things predict- exciting. <laughs> well, the people's lives, the things that are going on in their life that week, that are that are all kind of a part of that. Um, and so that's great to have this context. We're setting up a conversation. Yeah. We think this is some of the general outcomes of where we're going. Um, so let's talk a little bit about some of the, the principles of asking those questions real time. You know, because again, we're going to have questions that are mapped out in the curriculum, or if it's a study you're doing, mm-hmm. um, we're talking a, about really adapting and, and shifting some of those questions, not, not changing the direction, but, but going in the moment, we're going to, we're going to see what God's doing and we're trying to point towards that destination. So what are some principles, Evan, that you see of asking questions that are good for everyone just to be aware of? Well, for one, I want to go from a surface to deep. So I'm going to start on the surface. I want to throw a softball question out that everybody can answer. It's like when I met Michelle, I didn't say, would you like to potentially get married and have my children? That's too far. (laughs) Right. Didn't go to the deep end of the pool right away. Yeah. Uh, That's never worked for anyone, I don't think, in history. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So what I did instead was I made up uh, events that the church was doing for singles Mm -hmm. and invited her to those. And then if she said yes, I would invite a bunch of other people to try to actually make something happen. But I wanted a safe environment for her to be around me so that we could start this this, uh, dance that we were embarking on. Just stepping in. I want to do the same thing with some small group questions. And I want to make it a safe environment for people to be around each other, to be communicating, to be answering questions and they don't get scolded for being wrong or praised for being right. Like, I just want to know who they are, but I want to go from surface, something everyone can answer, a little bit deeper as we get to really know what's in the heart of people. I love that. And that's a huge principle for, I mean, really any relationship. We want to start uh, at surface level, but we get to know people and we move towards depth. And certainly that happens in a small group. That's really good. Heather, what else? 
Yeah, I think um, definitely going from that surface level, like there's a progression going deeper. But then one thing we also think about is that we're always trying to uh, ask open-ended questions. That means, you know, they can't answer it with either like a yes or a no or Jesus, um, <laughs> you yeah. know, the Christ- typical Christian answer. But then also trying to avoid questions that are just too vague because I think like sometimes, you know, we're looking for that big picture, but then it's just so vague and out there, like literally anything could be the answer and people don't really know where to land. But then we also don't want to box them into like, this is the narrow answer. And if you get it wrong, you're wrong. So we're trying to develop questions that, you know, it kind of hits a good majority of people. But, you know, there's still some guidance and direction to these questions that is leading somewhere down the path. Um, And this is all happening like on the fly. Like you're saying, we're hearing what people are sharing from our study. They're, you know, they're engaging. They're sharing part of their story. And then we're shaping a question. So how does how does that happen? Like. How do you actually shape that question on the fly? Well, a lot of times we'll think of things, you know, we'll think of these things and shape those types of questions beforehand, just knowing our group and where we want to go with them. But then on the fly in those moments, and my husband, Derek, is an excellent um, person that does this, but just being ready and curious to ask that follow-up question. Because one thing that we've really seen in our groups is that when somebody just steps out to answer a question, they'll give you like a portion of what really could be shared and they'll kind of put that out there to see how it's received. And it's usually by that invitation or that follow-up question of just, Hey, that was really interesting. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Um, it really invites them to go deeper and almost always that person will share way more and it's super impactful for the group as a whole, um, when they're invited to go just that much deeper. And so as a leader, just trying to be intentional of like, what is one more thing I could ask them just so they know we care and that we're Mm -hmm. curious about them and their story and you know, what they're going through. I love it. And that reminds me of just a piece that we talked about in episode three for our listeners. We talked about this tightrope between, um, caring about our group relationally mm-hmm. and caring about where we're leading them intentionally through yep. some of the content. Yeah. And so that's just another resource for you to be thinking about to go back and listen to. But you're highlighting something that's really important is this relational tension. We're listening to people real time. Mm-hmm. We're trying to guide the conversation. So Evan, I have a question for you. How, how do you navigate when maybe that um, uh, answer that someone gives um, starts going down a random rabbit trail? You know, And how do you know to lead the questions back towards the right purpose? How do you navigate these random directions? All right, so rabbit trails um, can be good, can be bad. I always try to determine how much meat is on that rabbit is, and how far is <laughs> it worth- A hunter would say that. Yes, how far would. is it worth chasing? Because okay. if there's a lot of meat on it, it's worth chasing it for a while. Yeah. If it's a scrawny little rabbit and I can see his ribs, I'm gonna, Not gonna chase abandon rabbit. the hunt yeah. pretty quickly. So if someone comes into group and they share, we just had a traumatic, event in our family's life and I'm questioning if God really cares about us. Okay. That rabbit has a lot of meat on it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to chase that one for quite a ways because most likely that person is not going to be able to engage in whatever else is going on anyway. And that's something that needs to be addressed. That's part of the spiritual growth. That's part of discipleship. We need to talk about that. And we're going to talk through that and we're going to give them as much time as they need versus the guy that's uh, frustrated because he can't find enough nine millimeter ammo. Yeah. Like, okay, I'm going to cut that trail off pretty quick. Not chasing that one down. (laughs) Like, no, we're going to get back on track. Yeah. I love it. That's, I mean, that's super good direction of like, we're looking for things that actually lead towards a destination of spiritual maturity right. and, and to be aware and sensitive to what's going on in someone's life 
and we're, we're you know, praying through that. We're sensing what the Holy Spirit's doing. And even in the moment, we're saying, hmm, is this something that God wants us to talk about? And I think it's good to just admit that we're not always going to get that perfect as a leader. There's going to be times when we go, oh, man, I asked a question and it didn't hit right. And what do we do with that? You know, we got we to gotta adjust back. Um, right. And we write the questions. Yeah. And even the ones that I go, boy, I think these are great. Yep. I have never gone through all the questions in my own small group. That's good awareness, yeah. But mm -hmm. being prayed up beforehand to go, Holy Spirit, have your way with us tonight. I don't know what you're going to do. I have a plan, and you're yep. free to adjust that as you will. Yep, the uniqueness of who's in my group, what what am I seeing God doing in their life, and praying about that before group, that's all super good. And so we're kind of jumping into kind of the what do we do with this, what's the action step that we would challenge a leader to think about. Um, and so as we think about this whole conversation, what would be something practical, um, Heather, that you would challenge a leader to be growing in related to asking questions? Um, I would say stay curious, stay prayerful, um, but really just um, I think taking that time ahead of time to prepare and think through yep. where your group's at spiritually and where right. you're taking them. You know your people better than anybody else. Um, and so... I think, you know, just leaning into that and preparing the questions accordingly. There are times that our group does use all the questions. Sometimes we'll pick just one and kind of camp mm -hmm. out there and really, like, go deep and ask a lot of follow-up questions, and that's all we get to for the night. But um, just really being prayerful yeah. and inviting the Holy Spirit in to direct that. Yeah, and that's a good point to capture is that Though the Holy Spirit works in the middle of our group, the Holy mm -hmm. Spirit can also work as we prepare yeah. uh, for a group. He's working in us. Yeah. And then also hold it up with an open hand, too, because there's yeah. been many times where we're prepared up and we think, man, this is going to be the best group. We have the best questions possible. And, you know, this is really going to be meaningful to yep. our people. And it goes a totally different direction, way different than we ever thought. And it was actually really good. And so it's that, mm -hmm. again, back to that prayerful piece, but like, Yep. Being prepared, but then holding it with an open hand because you get a group of people together and um, you yep. never know what's going to happen, really. Absolutely. And I think it's good even to pause and go back to what we're trying to do in a small group is mm -hmm. we're trying to see people grow in spiritual maturity right. in relationship. And yeah. so, you know, that's where this tension of questions comes into play is that it's not all about the relationship, mm -hmm. but it isn't all about this depth and, and deep, deep conversation. We're trying right. to balance both these pieces. Yeah. Super good. Evan, last thoughts? Just this uh, verse from Proverbs, the purpose in a man's heart is like deep water, but a man of understanding will draw it out. That's great. And we get to partner yeah. with Almighty God to draw out the things from people's hearts so that not only we get to know them, but they get to know what's in there as well. Mm -hmm. And then God's got an opportunity to help people grow, to challenge people, all those things. And it just takes the pressure off of myself as a leader when yeah. they have all the answers in between them and God's word. So we get to use those things, put them next to each other and allow the Holy Spirit an opportunity to do a great work. And we get a front row seat to yeah. see so miracles good. in people's lives. That's such a great reminder. And I love that piece. And even just the, the encouragement and gratefulness for all of you leaders and what you do every single week is that you're investing in people's lives, that you are seeking to help them grow, and we're not going to do it perfectly. We want to draw out those deep things that they could, like you said, Heather, they could actually say out loud some of the things they've been thinking that mm -hmm. are not healthy, that are maybe dysfunctional, but we get to combat that with God's word, God's spirit, God's people, and kind of give them a better direction. And if you believe, like I believe, this is important enough to get better at, yep. ask for help. 
Love it. We have, we have a coaching system in place. Go, hey, I'm going to get my coach to come to my group. Just watch what I do and give me some feedback. You can ask the apprentice in your group, just somebody in your group. Say, hey, I'm working on asking really good That's questions. Yeah. Uh, would you pay attention to that and give me some feedback later? Mm -hmm. it, it's always helpful. Yeah. yeah. Super good. Any last thoughts, Heather? No, I would just echo that, you know, that's our job is to support our leaders. And yep. so that's definitely a big, big part of just the, yep. you know, the life group run sheet of what happens during the night. And so um, we definitely want you guys to feel super equipped in that moment. And yep. so we're excited to do that. Yep. And we've got lots of experience of both the good and the bad. So oh, yeah. <laughs> there's to have lots. that support is pretty unique. And I think that mm -hmm. just echo that for all of our campuses that – that's the goal that we have for the staff that support our groups is that they're there to help and process through things. Mm -hmm. Not that we have everything figured out, but certainly there's things that we've seen in the scope of doing this over and over again and to get that feedback and to grow. So, well, this has been super helpful. I just want to thank you guys for this conversation and helping answer some of my questions that really helped <laughs> today. And I want to thank you group leaders and just yeah. the, the leadership and the support that you pour out to people every day to help mm -hmm. them grow in spiritual maturity. Just amazing to see what God's doing in our community and in our world through your faithfulness. So we'll see you next time. We are grateful for the investment you make each week as you reach the world for Jesus one person at a time and make biblical disciples in relational environments. For notes from this show and other great resources to help you grow, visit realliferesources.org.